Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. What's up, guys? It's Dan. Be sure to check out our sponsor, Tackle Depression, on Twitter. If you're ever feeling down or just need someone to talk to and vent, don't hesitate, man. Get some help. Talk to whoever you want to. Whether it's friends, family, your dog, cat, fish, turtle, whatever. Or you can message Tackle Depression on Twitter at at Tackle with a capital T, D-P-R-E-S-S-I-O-N. Be sure to follow them on Twitter. And, you know, fuck it. Get some up, guys, because you matter. Peace. It's time to BS, a U-Stadium podcast. Uh, better late than never. We usually never record on Saturdays, but eh, <clears throat> perfect time before the NFL uh, championship weekend. Perfect time indeed. Um, yes, Mike is here. I am here, but uh, we're here to give you exclu- We're here to give you sports content uh, today. Yes, sir. We're here to give you some content. Um, so, unless if you have lived under a rock, like our good friend Dave has, <laughs> uh, good to have him back, by the way, um, the Houston Astros were caught cheating, um, <laughs> but we'll get to that in a second. LSU, congratulations on the LSU Tigers for destroying the Clemson Tigers in the national championship in a game that I've watched all but one possession of. Which possession did you not watch? <laughs> I meant to say, How could you I, I watched two. I watched two series of that game, and I knew it was over. <clears throat> yeah, I give LSU credit. I mean, they came back fighting. I mean, Clemson was up by ten, and I thought Clemson was going to blow them out of the waters. Oh. But um, LSU, they got a lot of NFL talent. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and say they're going to make the uh, Pro Bowl, but they got some talent. They have a crap ton of talent, and I think this is uh, this comes with something to point out. Um, since the creation of the college football playoff, I am zero six 
picking the national title games? I think I picked Clemson this year. I think I picked um, Alabama last year. So I haven't yeah. been very fond. We both um, picked Bama last year. Yes. We both picked Bama last year because we were like, who the fuck is Trevor Lawrence? Hey, that dude's gonna be make, he's going to be making some money here he in the next will. few years. He will. And Joe Burrow... If he's not the first overall pick to the Bengals, uh, the, the Cincinnati is making col- a colossal mistake. And Mike Brown should be thrown into the fires. Zach Taylor needs a quarterback. Andy Dalton is getting up there in age. Really doesn't fit his system. No. I think uh, I, unless, unless something weird happens, I would expect Joe Burrow to go first. Uh, if Cincinnati doesn't, uh, they're, and, sitting back, they're sitting back their franchise years. And Mike Brown should be, like I said before, thrown into the fires. <laughs> that whole city should be, but nah, not really. I, can, I got some good friends up in that neck of the woods. No, they're good people. No, I, I expect I expect him to go first. Not saying he's going to be the greatest. I'm not saying Joe Burrow's going to be the answer for Cincinnati. I'm not completely telling him, but... Uh, he looked good. He looked good nonetheless. He looked really good. Um, let's talk about the divisional playoffs. Um, who had money on the Ravens? I don't think anybody had it. Um, did Jason have Tennessee winning? Uh, he has Tennessee in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, there's a good chance to run the hot trick, and they're actually – they're, if you look on paper, they're matched better up against Kansas City. Uh, uh, but who have money on the Ravens, is what I was saying. Dude, the Ravens. Oh. Sucked. Oh. It, Lamar it, couldn't hold on to the ball. Yeah, it's well, he had a great game, if you look at numbers. Otherwise, yes. But they just couldn't score. And What killed them is when they... They were almost in the game. If they would have scored, I don't cannot think for the life of me. Cannot think of what the score was. It was, I know it was 28-13. The final score is 28-13. And when they set up for the field goal right before half, that's what it was. Right before half. Um, they had I think to that's go for it. all the momentum out. Had to go for it there. You had to go yes, for it. Yes, exactly. I think that when they set up for the field goal, not went for the touchdown, at least the attempt for it. Uh, I, th- I really think that was all she wrote. The and momentum completely switched. That's two playoff games in a row that Lamar Jackson has been completely shut down, mm-hmm. essentially. First by the Chargers last year. Now, granted, the Chargers had a really good defensive scheme, putting in seven defensive, putting in, like, what was it, eight defensive backs? Eight, yep, they had eight in. Eight defensive backs on the, on the field on defense. Credit Gus Bradley, the Chargers defensive coordinator for that. But Tennessee just bullied them, and that Derrick Henry ran. Them that's over. a man amongst boys, right there. <laughs> now I knew Derrick Henry was going to be good when he got drafted, but I wasn't expecting three straight games of 180 yards rushing. Oh no way! No, what did he get last with two two something? <sighs> he, he had like. 200-something yards of total offense against the Ravens, which was, it was nuts. And Ryan Tannehill is going to make some money. 
Oh, yeah. Ryan Tannehill, it looks like... Now, I also feel bad for Marcus Mariota, because this guy was the number two overall pick in 2015. Had a relatively decent couple years, could never stay healthy, but good God, man. I will say this. We haven't had much of a great season in regards to Denver, but we are the reason why Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback for Tennessee. Why? Because we completely shut him down in Denver, and we shut out Tennessee that weekend. Thanks, Mike. He was benched. He was benched, I believe, during that game or right after that game uh, that lost to Denver. Thanks, Mike, for ruining my life. <laughs> Thank you. Now, um, I, I made a bet on Graham that um, – if the Titans somehow win the Super Bowl, he comes on the podcast for an episode, and I feel so pissed about it. Oh, dear Lord. I feel so mad. Now, granted, oh, he's, he's, he's not the worst guy. I, well, no. No, I, I talked to him. He's not a bad guy. But, you know, some people dislike him, and hey, that's your life. It's whatever. Um, San Francisco. Um... Boy, don't they look good. Oh, God, it makes me sick. Oh, don't they look good. Makes me sick. I know. No, because you tanked. You tanked for years to get the the players that you got. You tanked for years. And I don't care, you know, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt last year. No, I don't care. (laughs) You lost 12 games. You went 4 and 12. And you probably could have won seven games with Nick Mullins. You probably could have won three more games with Nick Mullins at quarter. Nick Mullins is not a bad backup quarterback. I'm just saying. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. But to say, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo was the reason why we lost, you know, you lost, yes, because of Garoppolo getting hurt, but you tanked prior to that. They tanked quite. A, you they tanked, tanked quite a bit. So hard. Oh yes. I don't care what people say. All right, you tanked. Now, listen. Congratulations to the Niners. They're in the NFC Championship game. Well deserved. People are praising Kyle Shanahan. Here I am, salty ass Seahawks fan for losing <laughs> in the second round of the playoffs again. And I have a stubborn ass head coach who will continue to who will never ever continue to realize, hey, I have some damn good personnel and a five thousand yard passer quarterback. Well, this shit happens again. Was it me or was he playing really conservative last week? I don't know. I well, I really was wondering what in the world he was trying to play. Closer. Let's get to that in a second. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, Houston, we have a colossal problem. Um, we scored 24 points in the first quarter in Kansas City. You 90% chance to win that game, and you fuck up. Good job. Yeah. They completely pissed me. They, they let me down. As a Broncos fan, I will not cheer for Kansas City tomorrow. I really hope Tennessee Someone's getting fired. I'm sorry. Someone's getting fired. Well, yeah. I, I don't know how Bill O'Brien didn't get fired after that shit show. But, you know, apparently he's a good coach. I don't care. You know, um, keep in mind, we're, this has been exa- we have been exactly a week since the divisional playoffs. 
Mm-hmm. I'm still bitter mad. I thought Tennessee. I thought Tennessee. I thought Seattle was going to win, even though I knew Green Bay's going to be tough. I um, I picked Houston, Seattle. I knew yeah. Houston just left Kansas City off the hook. How? How do they you let score away? How do you do that, Houston? How is it with uh-huh. the team that you have? You score twenty four in the first quarter, and then proceed to lose by thirty points. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? That's you know, if nobody watched the game or even saw the highlights, you know, I didn't even see the game for. I didn't even see both games for different reasons, but you know, for for different reasons, but you know. You know why? Well, I know. I know. In the first half, there was two costly turnovers from Watson that really got the momentum for Kansas City. Kansas oh, City, you know, air had no place to to mess around up then because that's a tough place to win. Yeah, I didn't watch the second half. I had some stuff I had to take care of, but um, so I, I can't speak on the second half. But t- uh, Kansas City got lucky, t- and Houston with the Lamar Trophy, at least in an attempt for it, uh, slip away, and I. I agree with you. I think there should be some coaching changes. But uh, nonetheless, congrats to Kansas City, unfortunately. And now, Seattle Green Bay. Uh, The Seahawks, once again, have a heartbreaker in the postseason. Mm -hmm. Heartbreaker, once again. Um, I've been calling for Pete Carroll's job for years. Probably since Super Bowl Forty Nine, I have laid off a little bit. Um, I'm calling for a different name now. I'm calling for Ken Norton Jr., the defensive coordinator. How is it with all this talent? You are twenty fourth in total defense. <laughs> How is that possible? I'm generally concerned. You have probably the best linebacker duo in football with. Trio, if Kendricks were healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Michael Kendricks, Bobby Wagner, and KJ Wright. You have Jadavian Clowney, who is a force. Oh, he's I a add. beast. He's walking, by the way. I know he's going to walk. Oh, he will now. He's yeah. going to walk. I know he will. You have Quinn Jefferson, who's a, who's a mountain of a man mm-hmm. at defensive end. You have Jaron Reed, who had ten and a half sacks last year, a defensive tackle. You have a six-four corner, who's a natural safety, can't cover deep routes for shit, but can cover short routes like he's Darrell freaking Revis. <laughs> Shaquille Griffin, who might I add, had a really nice year this year. Yes, he did. Really nice year. Now. What killed them the most is you constantly played base defense. Which, for those of you football heads who do not know what base defense is, it's your main setup on defense where you do four defensive backs, three or four linebackers, four or three defensive linemen, depending on the scheme you use. Um, They just kept playing base defense. No. They just... You just kept playing base, base defense. Now... Maybe it's just the fact that, oh, we have, you know, we have a nickel corner and you go Almaty, 
who's not ready yet, yet you played Jamar Taylor for a third of the year. And you constantly played nickel defense with him. Now, Mike, I don't know if you kept track of Jamar Taylor's numbers when he was with Seattle. He was atrociously bad. Oh, yes. He was bad. And I I will get on the offense and it's like, okay, bringing back Marshawn was nice. You know, it doesn't help when your offensive line can't block for shit. You have a fossil left well, tackle. Exactly, yeah. When your offensive line doesn't block, it's going to be, I don't care who your running back is, I don't care who your quarterback is. Ask Denver, for example. Yeah. Uh, you have no the Broncos, line, yeah. you're not going to run the ball, and you're not going to pass it. You're not going to score much. You're and you just have not two going. really good backs. You have two really nice backs in Denver. Oh, yeah. I'm not taking yeah, anything we're not, away. We're not a 7-9 and nine team. But, no, you're you know, not. Record. You are not a 7. I picked I picked Seattle to go 13-3 last year for good reason. I thought, that, I thought the team, the personnel that they had, was good enough? Was better than the Rams? I thought they were better than the Niners. I was, I had them in the playoffs, but dear God, was I wrong? Um, listen, I, I'll talk. You know what I think needs to change at the end of the show. Um, but you know, shit's gotta change, and it, it needs to start with Pete Carroll le- like letting loose on the control. Of the roster. He's the president of football operations. This roster is his fault. Well, of course. But Absolutely. It doesn't help also when your center is out for the year at the torn ACL. Rashad Pay doesn't get, you know, involved in the offense until week 14. Then he tears his ACL two weeks later. You know, Carson has a really good year. He breaks his hip. You know, Procise couldn't get him involved. He's a free agent. It breaks his arm. I mean, it took you, it took you fourteen. The first two games of the year, Metcalf was like, "Oh, he's he's gonna be good." Then he was invisible for three games, and then you know he looks like he's the rookie of the year on offense. Tyre Lockett, it's Met- <coughs> Tyre Lockett. Sorry to interrupt you, man. Tyre Lockett yeah, had good. ten touchdowns last year, and over, and almost a thousand yards with fifty catches. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? And I, oh, I would merely go after Russell Wilson here. I, I, would def, I defend Russell Wilson because you know Pete Carroll needs to realize. Wait a minute! I have a quarterback that's capable of throwing for five thousand yards a season with you know the talent that he that he possesses at quarterback. Russell Wilson's a Hall of Famer. Now, oh well, yeah. Obviously, this obviously the coaching decisions are not as bad as are not as bad as Jim Moore back in two thousand nine. <laughs> God, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, God people dang. think it's oh, all about Mora. People think oh, you, you didn't have a bad. People forget Jim Mora was here. Mm-hmm. People forget Jim Mora was in Seattle. You know, you know, oh, Mike Holmgren. Oh, you had Chuck Knox. You had Pete. You have Pete Carroll. You never met Jim Mora, have you? Oh, they probably should be glad. Oh, I, I'm glad. I'm glad because Jim Mora's stupidity got us Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not you know overly proud, 
of Pete getting of Pete, you know, running the team like he did at USC. But you know, oh, it's it's just so fucking frustrating. Well, it's frustrating because you know you guys in Seattle as a whole has amazing talent both on both sides of the ball, and it's it's starting to be a trend to where it's an early exiting of the playoffs. And let's be right. Let's be let's be honest here. Giving offensive wise, for sure, yeah. when you got the talent that they do, an early exiting year in and year out, eventually is going to start boiling and get the frustration of of, uh, of your guys as a fan base up in the air. I mean, I don't know. I think I don't know what Pete Carroll's contract looks like. I say they probably go one. He's got two year. years. I mean, I just don't know how much left they can keep with them, with this if they keep having an early exiting. Now, that's that's exactly the point because you know this is you have so much talent on this team. Part of it's also you know his inability to pick good coaches because Matt Lafleur was out there as offensive coordinator. Yep, Matt Lafleur was out there as offensive coordinator. And I'll go even further. You could have had Jim Schwartz as your defensive coordinator. That was the perfect player. That was the perfect coach to take over the reins as head coach from Pete Carroll. That was the perfect guy. Is you have a guy that you know knows that knows what kind of culture he Pete likes to run, and he understands offense. He's a defensive coach, but he's he understands offense. I like to know who Seattle down the road, if or when Pete retires, I like to know exactly who is going to replace him, and if Pete even stays with the organization in the front office role. Uh, it, I, I think he's going to stay in the front office because <clears throat> you have to. Okay, he hasn't made the worst decisions. On the face of the planet, obviously, the the drafting in the in the early goings has not been great. You get LJ Collier in the first round, Rashad Petty's looked nice. You know, Jermaine Effetti has looked awful in pass protection. That's the only down. That's the two down. It's the many downsides of Jermaine Effetti. He's a great run blocker, but you're asking too much in pass protection because he's holding every time. Every time he's getting called oh, for holding yeah. calls, and you know, the one knock I will continue to bring this up probably for the next couple of years the Jimmy Graham trade. Mm-hmm. He, I liked it, but it pretty much summed up you know, Pete Carroll as a coach. You have ta- you have all worldly talent, and you don't use it. You don't use it. You just don't. No. Now, you can also bring up the Percy Harvin trade, Sheldon Richardson, the Dwayne Brown trade. He's made some... He and John Schneider have made some nice moves. You know, you can go after... You can go John Elway, the same reason. John Elway has made some really nice moves as a general manager. But... Recently, he's gotten some slack. Oh yeah, and you'd be the first—you're the first person to talk to about this when it comes to the Broncos that I know. 
Because you know, John Elway needs to make a really big move or several if the Broncos want to compete within a very difficult AFC West. Well, the AFC West is just going to get better. You know, you got younger quarterbacks eventually, you know. <clears throat> The Chargers have eventually got to go quarterback. I still think this year they probably get their quarterback. But, yeah. I mean, again, <clears throat> they're a younger, for the most part, quarterback position-wise, they're young. Um, the talent's getting better for the most part. The AEC West will eventually get back to being one of the best divisions in the in the league. But, again, we're going to have to focus. I'm, I'm going to put this out out there as well here probably the next week or two lead up to the draft on Twitter's. If Denver wants to win a Super Bowl or at least compete for AFC West, let's start small. If you want to compete for a playoff spot, we're going to have to have an offensive line. We have no offensive line. The offensive line was terrible. Uh, Garrett Bowles couldn't quit holding if his life depended on it. Oh, Mike Munch, and you have Mike Munchak as your injured. offensive line coach. <clears throat> Munchak's your offensive Mike line Munchak coach, right? An excellent coach. And I really hope <clears throat> you okay? I say they're going to stick with Bowles. I said, yeah, my oldest son has some type of virus. I'm hoping I'm not catching what he had. Oof. Um, yeah, no. Um, but Mike Munchak, I'm curious of what, because uh, I read this on Twitter, uh, some tweet earlier. Well, will Denver go after Le'Veon Bell because of a Mike Munchak? No, I don't want Le'Veon Bell. He, he's no, he's not going to help us for nothing. Yeah. But, um, and if he does, if we do trade for Le'Veon Bell, Let's be honest. There's no, no offensive line to block for him, so it's not going to make a difference. That's correct. Uh, Garrett Bowles, uh, towards the end, started to show some improvement, less holdings. But again, at, towards the end of the year, we were playing practically second-string guys. But um, but no, there's no offensive line. Uh, Ron O'Leary, can, you know, he was inconsistent in regards to injuries. Um, Jawan James was out practically the entire year. Um, and Garrett Bull and Dalton Reisner, I thought was uh, a stud. Connor McGovern at the center, yeah, inconsistent at times, but it wasn't bad. And no. so so on and so forth. But you have nice players. Yeah, we got yeah. a great line. Just hopefully Munchak can get his right players in place. I think he will. I think John Elway, if he wants, if he wants to compete for a division championship, making the playoffs, he's going to have to start with. Um, offensive line during free agency, draft receivers and other positions in the draft. I think that's going to he's going to have to go that route, um, but we'll see. You know, Elway, I think finally got the quarterback. I was about to say, underway. yeah, finally. you finally have a quarterback. That was, only, that was only five games. We'll see what he can do next year, but I think he nailed that one pretty well. So I we'll think see. so too. Um, so, changings of Seattle. Um, because I'm still beyond pissed at Pete Carroll for being an awful game manager, um, I've devised potentially a new coaching staff and a new roster for the 2020 season. Um, biggest needs being defensive line, defensive back, tight end, and wide receiver. I see that, yeah. Not horrible. Um, so, for one, I, I, I still think Pete's going to be the head coach until he retires. Because, you know, he's 69 years old. Nice. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I think you have to look at, you know, who's out there. You need to look at who's out there in terms of offensive coordinator. You know, Schottenheimer's not the worst. I still think you could get better. 
But yeah, I was gonna say that'd be a, yeah, you could get you could get better. better. Not a bad, not a bad idea. But if Shoddy were to get fired, I would focus on one guy. You know, one guy that's been in the league for it feels like three decades, and he knows to coach offense. Mike, do you remember Norv Turner? Washington and the old San Diego Chargers coach. Yep. Also the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's so, I, I would target him. He's cur- I think he's currently out of a job because of the new coaching staff at the Panthers. But, you know, he got Cam Newton to have a really good year before he got hurt. He made Cam Newton into a quarterback. North Turner is not a bad coach. North Turner is a fucking genius. Yes, he is. He's a genius on offense. Now, if that were, if, you know, a long shot would be a Josh McDaniels, you know, type of guy. Now, this is if he decides to leave New England. I would put all the cards on the table and say, get me McDaniels. Because can you imagine Russell Wilson with Josh McDaniels as offensive coordinator? That would be pretty sweet. That would be amazing. Oh. That would be pretty sweet. Oh, be awesome. Now, I'm kind of curious, McDaniels, is he going to stay? I think what he's trying I think to he stays. Is stay there just to get that head coaching job. That's what I'm saying. I think he stays strictly for the head coaching job in Foxborough. That would, that's... Yep. Because Belichick and Brady don't have that much longer left. If, And I think, you know, you have to look at potentially a quarterback in mm-hmm. the draft or potentially in free agency, whether it's Andy Dalton, Matthew Stafford, Josh Rosen. Yeah, I, I would take Rosen personally because you get the cheaper option. And he's a lot younger. And he's a lot younger than Dalton and Stafford. Yeah. A ton younger. And... If McDaniels ends up being the head coach, that wouldn't be the worst option on the planet. Now, defensive coordinator, um, this is obvious. Gus Bradley. This is easy. Oh, yeah. This is easy. Um, I don't know his position with the Chargers, uh, his status with L.A., but it would be nice to bring him along. Now, a dark horse would be Wade Phillips. I like to know what's going to happen to Wade. You know, Wade. I like Wade up there in age, and I really love Wade. I think I still think he's the scapegoat of, of, of well, Rams this year. That's perfectly fine. It's, well, I, I knew like, the. I still, I still think he has some coaching left. I just would like to know. I didn't think Wade he deserved to get fired by the Rams. Well, let's be honest, he was fired by LA. I didn't think yeah. he deserved to get fired because you know. It's not his fault that the Rams paid Jared Goff, Tyler Higby, Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and several mm-hmm. offensive players top-tier money. You basically... I, I, I'm going to get killed for this. That defense carried that team to the Super Bowl. Well, just like Denver, for the, for the opposite direction. I still think you know, that's what happened with Denver in six and... 15, 16, somewhere that time from. Um, 15. And so, yeah, and the defense didn't care. 
I didn't like that Jalen Ramsey trade that Rams did. I, I hated I that trade. Not, yeah, I didn't like that. That's such a bad move. And it was a desperate move, too. Oh, yeah. Now, that was a please help our defense move. That was, um... And Rams I, really wasn't that impressive out there. No, they weren't. And, you know, I've... I did an NFL preview episode in August. And I got killed for it because... I said the Rams would fall apart for two reasons. One, your offensive line is terrible. You got rid of two really good players in John Sullivan and Roger Saffold. You let them go. And J- and Jamon Brown, if you count the third one. And Ndamukong Sue leaving. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest one. And in order for a Wade Phillips defense to work, you need two key players you know this you need two big time players to make a Wade Phillips defense work it happened in Dallas it was it happened in Houston it happened in Denver and of course it won you a Super Bowl in Denver I mean you you had DeMarcus Ware and Von Miller each of them had like 14 sacks that Super Bowl year that duo was nasty that duo was Oh, dear God, I, God, I missed that. And, you know, the second Sue left for Tampa, I knew this defense is going to fall apart. Yep. Because you can't expect, because Seattle's defense fell apart the same reason. You can't allow your secondary to be out there for so Your secondary can only cover for so long. And if you don't have a pass rush, you're not getting anywhere. Well, if you can't rush a quarterback, you're not going to win. You can't. You can't. You're not going to win. No. And Sue, Sue and Donald were probably the most lethal combination inside as anyone. And trading for Dante Fowler helps too. You know, so that brings a third guy in there. So, and you had some really good defensive backs. You know, part of the reason why... All of us picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl against the Patriots, but, you know, yeah. Jared Goff happened, so. <laughs> One of the most boring Super Bowls I've ever witnessed. Such a bad game. But going back boring. to Seattle, in terms of the roster, um, I spent hours upon hours figuring this out. Um, so... Key players leaving. Um, I think David Moore leaves, you know, strictly because he, he can't stay healthy. Um, Jaron uh, Jaron Reed, I think he leaves. Jadavian Clowney, I think he leaves. Um, there's a few players I think leave. Prosize, I think leaves, unless you know Pete decides, hey, we're gonna bring him back and cut, put Travis Homer on the practice squad. Um. But you need depth. Bet on everywhere. Mm-hmm. You need depth everywhere. So I thought of some free agent signings. Well, first of all, their first round draft pick I think is Austin Jackson, right tackle of USC. That I think that'd be a good. That'd be a great pick. Yeah. Um. So they have around seventy million in cap space. I want to say. So. Let's Any say, potential players that they can restructure the contract to get some more or not really? Um, to get some more space or not really? Potentially Wagner's contract could get restructured. 
because he didn't really have the greatest year on the planet. No. Mm-mm. He didn't. So that would be a restructure option. If not him, then Dwayne Brown's contract. That'd be that'd be one. But, you know, I think in terms of re-signing players, Hollister's coming back. Uh, Quentin Jefferson's coming back. George Fant comes back. Those are the big key ones. And free agents. Free agents and trade tradable, trade acquisitions. Um, let's look at the big ones for me. So, Tyler Eifert, you need a tight end. Mm-hmm. So, I've been looking at Eifert for years. As though trade for him, trade for him. Ever since Jimmy Graham left, trade for him. Do you know how awesome that'd be? And uh, Danny Shelton from the Patriots. You need a nose tackle. And he's the best one on the market. Oh, yeah. If not him, then somehow Don Terry Poe. Somehow. Um, corner, you need one badly because Trey Flowers gets destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, oh, Akeem Talib wouldn't be the worst on the planet. Wouldn't be no. Um, what you thought would um, would Chris Harris fit you guys? Chris Harris, I think, would be nice if you're willing to put him inside. Now they love Hugo Amadi. That's the thing. They love this kid. Now. If they ha- if they didn't like him, I would say go after both Talib and Harris, and make Griffin you know the right corner. Mm-hmm. Um, running backs, I think they're fine, you know, with the three that they have with Penny Carson and, and Procise if they decide to bring him back. But um, you need another veteran. You know, the Eagles won the Super Bowl like with a quadruple set of running backs. With Smallwood, Clement, Ajayi, and LeGarrette Blunt. So, I thought, okay, Adrian Peterson, done. Adrian doesn't have, he, he's still got some gas left. He, he still can play. Yeah. Uh, you know, linebackers, you know, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, you know, BJ Goodson, you know. And, and defensive lineman Malik Jackson would be nice. Because that immediately replaces Reed. And he's a better pass rusher than Reed. And a better run stopper than Reed. So, and wide receivers. Now, you may have some question marks with this one to me. Uh, The first one I go after is Demarius Thomas for leadership purposes. Yeah, I would say he could actually help the younger kids. He Um, could. He could a lot. Yeah. And you need guys that can catch. And you need players that can catch, of course. He's got some hands still. Oh, yeah. He can still play. I'm not down in that one bit. Uh, He'll be a great one-year, two-year type of player. Yeah. Trade acquisitions. um, I'd call New England up and see, hey, how much do you want for James Devlin, your fullback? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's a seventh-round pick, I mean, it's fine. The fullback is a dying breed anyway. And, you know... You need a fullback, badly. Unless if the Niners decide, hey, we're going to cut bait with Kyle Juszczyk, I'd go after him. Oh, yeah. That's the best one on the market. Now, another receiver, let's say, theoretically, he cuts bait with the Patriots. 
Can you imagine Julian Edelman on the Seahawks? You know, I was thinking that, and I'm not thinking. I was thinking that just in general, if Edelman would even be back next year, I I don't think he comes back with New England. I think you know you have Man, you know, depth Edelman at receiver with Wilson would be nice. That would be a nice duo. And they haven't had a slob receiver since Baldwin left. So yeah, they, mm-hmm. it would be nice for you know them to bring back you know some of that Baldwin because you know, Lockett's a better outside threat. He's a much oh, yeah, better deep speed. threat receiver than he is a slot receiver. Um, Edelman brings in you know that culture with the Patriots. You know, I have three Super Bowl rings. You know kind of culture and just it would be really nice for them to bring in a guy like Edelman if he doesn't work out then Danny Amendola is you know another option you know someone who's a natural slot receiver I mean the other option would be you know stick with Lockett out inside and go after Amari Cooper. That's another option. But Amari Cooper, I don't think will be backing down. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because they have a lot of money. Yes, they do. The Cowboys have a lot of money, and they have a lot of cash space to kill. And you know, it would be nice for you know for Cooper to come here. But I just think Metcalf's the guy. Metcalf's the oh, guy. I too. Yeah, I think Metcalf's the future. Metcalf. Metcalf is a Julio Jones type talent. Mm-hmm. He is probably the next Julio Jones. You could make that case. I'm not oh, saying yeah, that. I'm not saying that because oh, Seahawks Homer. No, I'm, I'm saying that you know, watching him play, he plays like Julio Jones. It's crazy. Nah, he'll if he can stay healthy. That was his biggest issue. I'll miss. If he can stay healthy, he'll have a great career with Seattle. He'll have a terrific career. Hopefully, all um, Seattle. But we'll see once his contract's up. But yeah. nonetheless, he'll, he'll if he can stay healthy, he'll be a stud for years to come. There's um, no doubt. Oh yeah. So, um, I know we're about two weeks late. When it comes to this topic, but I'm pretty sure you know this. This was on the top of the script to talk about this story. Um, as you may know, the Houston Astros, you know, punishments were laid out to the Astros, mm. and uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. um, uh, for those of you who do not know us, we're both diehard Yankee fans. Oh yes, and um, the Astros uh, broke our hearts. In two out of three playoff appearances, um, especially last year, where I thought, okay, this is last, a team that can win the World Series. Last year hurt the most. Last um, year was so bad. Compared and, to 17. Oh, that, Just for the simple fact, we were up, and then that was that. That was it. And your pitching was not horrible. horrible. The pitching was not horrible, but... No. 
you know, you could have had Garrett Cole last year, but hey, you know, what do I Cashman know? Did it. Yeah, Cashman didn't want to spend no money last year. Oh, it's, no, it's, it's the ownership. It's it's Steinbrenner. It's, yeah. it's Hal's fault. Well, you know, Hal, he doesn't like his dad. His dad would be spending money left and right. No, because George, because Big George cared about championships. Yep. That's that's George's legacy. You know, George mm-hmm. George was, you know, the Italian mobster who cared about championships. That's That was oh, him. Yeah. That was George. And that, you know, you know, his mindset, you know, helped, you know, bring us championships. And Hal need, needs to realize, hey, I got to spend money to win this team a championship. And he got Garrett Cole... But now going back to the Astros, um, yeah, this was a slap on the wrist to me. This was uh, this is a bad look. This is a this bad is a bad look for baseball. Now, yeah, if you want to talk, oh, what's which is a bad look for baseball? The the, the scandals, the actual cheating, or the punishment? You could say all three are bad for baseball because now I immediately the first thing I look at is the New England Patriots when they were caught cheating with Spygate and Deflategate. I know people say, oh, they weren't cheating in Deflategate. Yeah, they were. Shut up. Um, <laughs> um, the punishment that I always looked at with the Patriots is you suspended Tom Brady. Now, the players' union in baseball is the most powerful union in sports because of, you know, baseball contracts are ludicrous because of the players' union. Now, in this particular case, if Jose Altuve, Bregman, you know, Springer, if all these guys, if those three, as and, and some of the pitchers of the Astros rotation, were if they are guilty of using, you know, technology for their advantage... First of all, I I don't think you can dock the championship because that's that would be historically a huge thing if you dock the championship. You know that that's the thing. I'm still I'm curious what the league's going to do because I'm sure the league's still going to investigate this and probably a little bit longer as we head into spring training here in the next two weeks or so. But. <clears throat> I'm going to be honest, and the Houston Astros used to be the affiliate down here for the Oklahoma City Dodgers. At the time, it was the Oklahoma City Red Hawks, which is a non-existent bird, by the way, who is out there listening. Seahawks? Um, the Oklahoma Red Hawks. Oh, the Red Hawks. Well, there's a red-tailed hawk, but it's... It's, it's a non I don't know where they got the name from, because um, if you were to go old school, we were the Oklahoma City 89ers, just for simple fact, uh, 1889 when the state was... Was born, or if you want to call it that, but uh, so that made more sense. The Red Hawks, I googled uh, when they actually changed the name back in the uh, late nineties uh, when we moved into the new ballpark. Was the non-existent bird? It doesn't even exist. It's a myth kind of type of thing. So it was whatever. And of course, we were with the Houston Astros, and so I saw a lot of these players up here play, and it's disappointing. But I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what the league's going to do. Um, I know a lot of people talked about suspending them. Uh, I don't know if you can go that route because you're going to have to get figure out who was on whose roster at that time and this, that, something else. But 
I think harsher punishments got to come down on them. Yeah, I, I just do. I I just. You can't find the owner. Gotta be tough on these guys. You can't find the owner because his pocket change for an owner. Well, of course, that's five million dollars is pocket change. Yeah, that's nothing to him. No, it's nothing. Especially you know the success that he had recently. You know, he he built this team, but you know, docking the championship would be the harshest punishment imaginable. I think if the league don't do nothing else, they're going to have to do that to send a message out to the rest of the league. Uh, this we're taking this serious. I, I think that's the only. I think that's. And I hate to say that because you know a lot of these players, <clears throat> I'm sure, probably really didn't know if if that even makes sense. But I I I, just, I do. I'm sorry. I, I think they're going to have to, Dan. I think they're going to have to dock the championship and. Um, from back in 2017, and then I don't know how you can manage it moving forward. I mean, that's going to have to be a league decision, and, and they, I'm sure they're smart enough to figure that out. But it's a difficult decision. Gonna, yeah, gonna, yeah. I think they're going to have to at least remove it. Um, maybe ask for the rings back. I don't know how you could do that. Uh, you can't do that. Um, but I at least for, for sure, take the championship, take the banner down, and. And try to move on. I think this is worse than the steroid uses, um, steroid case. Oh, yeah. In the early 2000s, mid-2000s. So, bad look for the game overall. And if I'm Houston, I'm embarrassed. If I'm a fan of Houston, of I'm course. absolutely embarrassed. Of course. Now, yeah. now, this is a completely different. You know, you could say, I, I understand, you know, being worse than the steroid case because... Hell, that's like four players going in the Hall of Fame. This is a World Series championship. This is a yep. championship. You know, this is potentially, you know, a team a, t- a team that went to two out of three World Series appearances. You know, this is this is bigger than than a simple ceremony going in the Hall of Fame. No disrespect to the Hall of Fame. You know, A Rod. You know, Clemens, Sosa. You know, Barry Bonds, McGuire. Those guys should be in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame, not even though he wasn't a starry guy, you know. Exactly. But I'm just, oh, for God's sakes, I can get we, we can have a whole discussion about that. But well, that's another thing, and I'm glad you brought that back to you as well. If Pete Rose cannot make the Hall of Fame because he betted on on the sport, then the steroid user should be in. Then, this, then that is irrelevant. The steroid shouldn't be no issue, and then this thing. Oh, it's okay. They, they just they didn't cheat or so on and so forth. Don't fucking and you just bullshit. leave that it is and, and drop the ball. I think, but I think you're gonna have to make a statement, and people can sit there that's out there listening to the show. Oh, you guys are just a bunch of two Yankee fans, blah blah blah. It happened against the Yankees. If it wasn't against the Yankees, probably wouldn't care. No, I wouldn't care because it, I think it's part of my French. But I think it's bullshit that you can have a team that can make noises and, and with trash cans banging on them and. So they know what pitch is about to happen. You got video cameras. You got apparently buzzards in your jersey. I, I used one gif. I think I tweeted out to Jose Altuez and uh, told him, how, you know, how does it feel to be a cheater or something like that. And the gif was him when when he, when he went to hit the home run last year to, to seal the AO pants against the Yankees. He forbid his team to try to take off his jersey. So, you, you know. but Something was anyway. up. The second I saw that, I knew why would you do that? 
Exactly. And then the reports came out. I, I remembered that about that. I remember, oh. Yup. And oh. so, yeah, I'm a little pissed off. And I'm not going to sit there and say we would have beat the Nationals or the Dodgers those two years. I'm not going to sit there and say that. No, we're not going to say have. that. I, I don't know. What should have, could have, would have, we don't know. But uh, I think it's pissy. Um, unfortunately, it took place against the Yankees. But nonetheless, if you have to cheat um, to win any kind of championship, you're nothing but a scumbag. And, um, and it's a bad look for the game. You know, it's a so, horrible look for baseball. It's a horrible. Yeah. It's a horrible now, look. Now, I mean, people can sit there and say, "Oh, he had a walk off home run." But they use now. You got all these questions. It's it's so sad. It's just it's gonna be sad. It's as a shame because you know, before all this came out, we were talking about you know where this Astros team is. You know, you know one of the best all time worthy. The first go around. And it's a real shame because it's it is a it's a shame, but it's also okay. You knew something was up when Altuve was going, you know, to home when he hit the walk off home run, and you knew something was up. And then reports coming out, Mike Fires came out, and this it's just it's a shit show. It really is. Yeah, it, it's a bad look, and I've said that, but we'll keep saying it because it is. Um, AJ Hinch, the former manager of the Astros, of course, he's a he's from my hometown here in Midwest City, so I mean, it's it's a, a bummer as well. But um, another interview with Dusty Baker, I'm not going to sit there and say that's a bad hire, hire if they go that route. Um, overall, I hope the league steps more into this investigation, and, and I'm going to be honest, I hope. What they were called the NCAA death penalty. I hope Astros get what they. I mean, I hope they come down on them harsh. Oh yeah, um, they are. I, I they do. Better. I think the Yankees. If there was the Yankees, I would do the same. You know, ask for the same. For it doesn't matter in any sport. If you have to practically cheat to win yourself, or at least to get to a championship game or win, it depends on um, the round or so on and so forth. You're going to have to. Um, I think you got to get punishment. Sit on you. Exactly. Um, uh, so, I also want to talk about a team uh, in that particular region. Uh, shifting over to the NBA. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, Mike, <laughs> of course, that's your team. Repping the Thunder hard. Um, you know, they played Miami Heat last night. Uh, how was that game? Oh. That game, um, you know, our fan base, I think, is the most – I think I texted that out last night to you. Uh, I think our fan base has to be one of the most passionate fan base in the league. Um, but the game was Fuck nice. KD, by um, the way, just saying. <laughs> just saying. And thank you to Russell Westbrook for your diva actions to get your ass kicked out of Oklahoma City. <laughs> You know, oh, I like Rose. I'm, I'm so happy he did not get traded to the Miami Heat, I'm just saying. Because that would have uh, would. ruined, <laughs> ruined the Heat culture. <laughs> ruined it. I was not there for the welcome back, Russ. Um, that was... No, they gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, they gave him a well-deserved standing ovation. No, well-deserved. I just think, I, I just think he... 
he didn't like in the direction that the Thunder was going. Um, I think once he realized Paul George practically came to the front office and uh, told Sam Preston, our general manager, hey, I want to be traded to this team and this team only, because what happened with Kawhi Leonard went to him, hey, let's do this. Both, you know, both oh, deals were done gosh. on both ends. Now I realize I hate and the then, NBA again. And so um, Russ, you know, practically once that happened, you know, Russ is demanding the trade, and that's fine. I, I get everybody wants to win. Um, and, and so you us, picked Houston? I didn't like. I'm gonna be honest, Dan. I didn't. I did not like that trade with Houston. Yeah. I thought we got the raw end of the stick because we got an old gentleman. I like Chris Paul, and he's done well. But that contract is horrible. Oh, I don't know if we God. can trade him off to anybody. You can't. I, I would stick with him personally because yeah, you know. I, I don't know who would be willing. To here's pick that the here's why you stick with Chris Paul, though. You know, I think you stick with Chris Paul because you know he's a veteran and he's a proven veteran. That hey, I can you know I'm a proven leader in this case. Where I, I being Chris Paul, can teach the younger guys that are coming in with the 17 first round draft picks that mm-hmm. you got from those two trades. <laughs> you know that's that's a lot of draft capital to be using, and you could use. I think you have like three first round draft picks for like the next four years or something like that. Yeah, it's some yeah something that time for it's retarded. We, yeah, we got like. I forgot, like eight or nine, you know, some of that time from this abs, all these picks lined up. So if Sam Presti uses his mind right, we can actually be, hopefully, you know, draft picks end up well and these players turn out to be decent. And uh, you never know, we may be in a parade one day. But um, nonetheless, uh, great atmosphere, great fan base last night. Oh, yeah, Chesapeake has fun time in Chesapeake. Um, the only thing that I will say last night was disappointing was of how poorly our defense played, especially on the rebounding um, side of the ball. Um, Miami killed us. You know, Stephen Adams was out with the um, bone contusion on his knee. And Miami so can shoot. Out, and Miami executed without Adams. Um, Noels, um, I like him, but, you know, Shooter. they smoked us on the inside. 44 paint points in the paint. Um, and that was the killer. I mean, that's what throughout the whole evening – we gave them second chance points consistently, died, uh, possession after possession, and the points in the paint. I told my son, I said, these guys, they found no weakness, and without Adams, we have no legit center, and they and they played it. I mean, they 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 exposed us, and that's how you do it in the game. And congrats to Miami. Miami's not a bad team. No, no. Um, and let's get to the Heat. Um, you know, I understand. You know, the Heat right now are. So Six, seven games back in the East, uh, first in the East. Some they have some ridiculous record, but you know I told a few coworkers of mine, uh, hey, the Heat can win fifty games, like they can seriously win fifty games, maybe more than that because you know you get Whiteside out of the way, you have Dion Waiters out of the way, you bring in Bam Adebayo to be you know your new center, your your new number one center. And, you know, the the acquisition of Jimmy Butler was awesome. It was awesome. Because... That was huge. That was huge. Because you have a guy who's not only a proven leader, but he's arguably one of the best defenders in the NBA and a guy that can score. And he's a perfect Pat Riley guy. Now, I'm not going to sit around and say, oh, Pat Riley needs to get, you know... 
Derrick Rose, Andre Drummond, you know, and they're superstars. Like, no, you don't. You won this many games with, that, with, with one star, and that's it. That's it. Mm. I mean, you know, the Tyler Hero draft pick, I didn't know who the hell he was when they drafted him. <laughs> I was like, who's this guy? He looks like, you know, Charlie the Chocolate Factor grew up to be 17 years old and can shoot a basketball. <laughs> kind of racist, but... Yeah. Eh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. No, you guys, you know... Um... Miami nine and a half games up in their division. Um, oh, divisions believe... don't mean shit anymore. Nah, even in football, that don't mean nothing. No. Uh, they're second. They're right now second in the East, seven and a half games back of my Milwaukee. And, and Milwaukee's good. Uh, I think Milwaukee's good, but I'm tell, but I'm telling you, Mike, if those two teams meet in the Eastern Conference Final, I will not hesitate to pick the Heat. Wouldn't be. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I, I, I would Milwaukee not hesitate to pick the Miami Heat. Um, I think Toronto, Boston, Miami would probably be the best option to, to throw in Milwaukee. Now, understandable people, I get it. Toronto won last year. Toronto won the NBA championship. I get the how the throwing works, but Milwaukee looked to be better the team this year in the East. But I think Miami. I think Boston, Toronto. Um, Boston's a better team. I mean, on paper, but you know, the Heater when he, the, the coaching matters. Coaching. Matters, people. Yes, it does. Eric Spolstra is a fucking good coach. Um, and he does not get enough credit as he deserves. Yes. Uh, Mike, um, did I miss something in, in the NHL? Because it looks like people are playing musical chairs with coaching staff. <laughs> yeah. What is going on? I mean, I turn around and, you know, I'm... I'm just waiting for Claude for Claude Julian to get fired by the Canadians. I'm just waiting because I know he's next. I mean, mm-hmm. we saw Mike Babcock oh, get yeah. fired. I mean, Babcock was getting fired regardless, but you know, I digress. We saw Hines get fired. <laughs> Gerard Gallant got fired by Vegas. Yes, I did see that. And um, I what I the fuck, man? By Vegas. Um, not not surprised by um, Hines. Um, because you know he, yeah, he, he should have been fired last year. No way. Two of the last three years, you had the best pick, the top pick in the draft, and um, I, I'm sure we'll probably head that way again this year. But yeah, we. Um, what are we at now? Nine, seven. Well, probably. Uh, Laviolette got fired uh, by the Predators. That was shocking. But you know, I spoke to a buddy of mine. Uh, by the way, friend of the show, Ultimate Predator, shout out. Um, great guy, by the way. Uh, he told me, hey, listen, um, I, he was getting fired regardless. He was. Because the power play is awful. Mm-hmm. Power play has been awful. And, you know... Oof. Yeah, I mean, you got, um, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, I believe, because Vegas, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, Toronto, Nashville. Now, the Islanders. No, I the, believe seven. Probably, yeah. Um, 
No, Chicago didn't fire their coach yet. Okay, so we've got six in. I think six, six or seven. seven. Anyway, the carousel is is insane. Regardless, it's of the stupid. It's yeah. This is literally halfway through the season. No, we we're not. Hit the All Star break. Yeah. Now, Jesus. If now, if you look at the standings currently right here, um, I have mm-hmm. the standings pull up right now in the Eastern in the Eastern Conference. Um, so far, we have in the Atlantic, Boston, Tampa Bay. Good God, the Lightning, man! <laughs> the Lightning came out of fucking nowhere. They're playing some good hockey. right They now. really are. Uh, Toronto, Florida. I think Florida makes it. You know. Buffalo's look. Buffalo has, sorry, Kyle. Buffalo's look flat. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. And the Metro, Washington looks like looks like the Presidents Trophy winners. I'm sorry, they are. Um, Pittsburgh came out of fucking nowhere. Oh dear God. Um. Mike. It mm-hmm. cause is it is it okay for me to be concerned about my boys? I would. I would. would. You guys played well against us, and unfortunately it took the L. Um, I would be. P.K. Subban, asshole. Uh, We guys got... um... (laughs) They have really... The Islanders have really good... Have a nice coaching... Really good coaching staff. I'm not taking anything away from that. You know... People are saying, oh, Lou Lamoureux needs to get fired. Listen, I'm trusting Lou until he makes something, some stupid decision. Because I there's one thing I know, there's one thing I've always, you know, followed in the world of sports. Always trust the guy with a scary looking face. Mm-hmm. And, you know You know, I was I was lucky to talk to some people who met Lou and they say, listen, he's a nice guy. But he's got that stern face of let's get shit done. And you have to make a trade here. You got to. Because, you know, Varlamov has looked really nice. You know, the contract says otherwise. Grice has looked really good in the goaltending spot. Um, the defense is still number is still top five in the league. And that's the shocking part, you know. You lose one of your best defensemen, Adam Pellick, and you're still top five in the league in defense. That's amazing. But, you know, in terms of, you know, scoring, I mean, your your leading point getter is Matt Barzell, but your goal scorer is Brock, is Brock Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's second on the team in points. You know, Josh Bailey is not having a great year. In, plus, in terms of plus-minus purposes, he's minus 10. But you need a center. You need one badly. Um, you need a goal scorer badly. And you can't expect Leo Komarov, you know, to just go over there and, like, have him be, you know, a top-line guy. He's not. But Broussard has looked really good. Eberle's been scoring, like, fucking crazy. Lee's got 14 goals. Pollock's been awesome. But there's a couple guys that I would expect. Hey, you gotta you gotta make a trade here. I mean, there's a couple guys I would look at. Mike Hoffman. 
from the Panthers. I'd look at him. If, you know, the Panthers decide to move on from him. Because you need, you need scoring help. You need one badly. But in terms of, you know, the center position, that's a big one for me. I was hoping they'd get, whether it's a Matt Duchesne in free agency. But he was way too much money. Way too fucking much, Mike. Oh, heck yeah. Now, uh, if who would be the guy that I would go after? Now, whether it's a, if, uh, it's just difficult because, you know, there are some really good centers out there that could potentially get traded. And, you know, part of me wants to say, oh, you can get Anze Kopitar from the Kings, but, like, hell no. Nah. No, I wouldn't go that route. I'm not trading for Anze Kopitar. I mean, I like no. him. I love him, but I wouldn't trade for his contract. Well, the contract would set you guys back to where you guys really need to be. I yeah, mean, great player, but his con- see that's a contract I would not want. No, not even close. Not, no, especially from the Kings. Now, if the Kings were winning Stanley Cups, that'd be oh, you're awesome. But instead, eh, that's that's not good at all. Now, um. Eh. There's, I don't know how people view on this. There's one guy that I would, you know, potentially look at. And that's also if the Panthers decide, you know, to move on from him. Would be an Alexander Barkov. Now, according to SpotTrack.com, he's got a no-trade clause, I think. Ooh. Now... His contract is surprisingly not bad. It's really not. Do we know roughly what his contract is? Five and a half million per year. That's not bad. No, it's not. But his cap hit's like 5.9, which is still pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. He's a really good player. But, so, what I think the Islanders will end up doing is that you bring up Cole Bardrow from the minors, and he's a good center. But mm-hmm. And the two guys you look at, Mike, I don't know if you've been keeping track of the minors lately, but that sounded way out of context. <laughs> Holy crap, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. And folks. <laughs> I feel bad for myself. I'm not editing, I'm not editing that out. I am not editing that out. That's funny as hell, but, you know. That, that's out of context. It's fucked. But... Single A of sports. <laughs> out of context. It's fuck. I'm sorry. But I've been keeping track of the minor league and of the AHL. Thank you. Um, Kiefer Bellows is like, I think it's he had 16 goals in 18 games at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Team USA. Former, uh, former member of Team USA, current British Sports Sound Tiger. Um... I'd call him up. I'd call Wallstrom back up if he's ready. 
because uh, you can't have Komarov. As I said before, you can't have Tom, Tom Kunako and Leo Komarov with Josh Bailey being at center. You just can't. And the third line. Now, Clutterbuck's injury hurts a lot. Especially on that fourth line. Because that's your enforcer line. And now the other option would be to put Ross Johnston at Clutterbuck's spot. You know, because he's a 6'5 behemoth of muscle. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not panicking. I'm not panicking yet. If they were to lose their next six games, I'd panic. And I have to say, well, make a trade, please. Well, the month of January for you guys haven't really been too great. <laughs> oh, it's been so it's been so weird. I mean, cause t- because just today they had a four one lead against the Capitals with like mm-hmm. eight minutes left and the Capitals scored six unanswered or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was bad. So bad. If I mean, you guys finish out the month of January, I'll put you at you got the Hurricanes, I believe the Rangers. So, I don't believe in Carolina. I'm sorry, I don't. No, I don't either. Uh, the I'll give you guys. I'll make you guys as good. We have sixty points. We have sixty points. It's good. Sixty points. It's not bad. Uh, we lost two in a row, but we lost three the last four, and two bad losses to the Rangers. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at least we're not Detroit. Boy. Oh God. That organization has. Wow. Someone needs to get fired, man. They and it's not Iserman. Oh my. And it's no, not Stevie. Oh. No, 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 no. It's not Stevie. It's Jeff Blaschel. And how he hasn't gotten fired yet, I have no idea. If he's not fired after this season... Um, Something's up. Then, then yeah. Someone's then got pictures. Being Someone's got pictures, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got pictures of Stevie's wife. Got videos, got text messages, got their home address. They got everything. Probably. Oh, so yeah, Detroit. Um, if if he's not twenty eight points, that, they have not. currently. By the way, uh, forty eight. The they are the worst team in the East. They are the worst team in the NHL They're by the worst far. Team in the whole NHL. The closest and second place currently are is a two way tie between you guys, the Devils, and the Los Angeles Kings at forty one points. That's how bad. Detroit has been. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, it's I'm, atrocious. Unfortunately, I'm used to this uh, bottom of the barrel garbage. But um, and what's funny is Detroit has so much history. And, you know, you look at those three teams: uh, the Kings, Devils, and the and the Red Wings. Detroit's got history upon history upon history of you have Hall of, of Famers success. Yeah, I mean. You think of NHL, you think of Detroit. You don't think of you think of, you think of the original think of six. You think of Detroit. You think Chicago, yep. Boston, Montreal, Boston. the Rangers. I mean, Philadelphia. No, Philadelphia doesn't count. I think it's you know, it's Toronto, Boston, Montreal, Detroit, uh, the Rangers, 
and is that six? Boston, Toronto, yeah, Boston, Montreal, Toronto, Detroit, Montreal. Rangers, and Chicago. Yeah, it's six. Oh yeah, I forgot about Chicago. Yeah. People keep forgetting about Chicago. Hey, we had we had Joel Coinville, and I was in Florida. Nice. Yeah, good for him. But uh, nice. Yeah, good for him. Retirement home. Oh uh, heck yeah. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to live in Miami? Are you? Coke Town. I, uh, I went from my bad never visited my I've never visited Florida. I've you have Florida. never been to Florida. No, nah. Mike. Of all the people I know, <laughs> seriously, how have you of all people have never been to Florida? Never have, but what's funny is my wife, when she was in high school, now people out there that's listening, she's six years older than I am. So she's she's got some, not that age, but I mean, she's older, obviously. But Never speak of a woman's age, Mike. She... Come on. You know better. <laughs> you know better. Uh, just don't let her know she's getting close to 40. But, um, Dude, but come anyway, on! So, <laughs> come on, that's at least a fine. <laughs> but now, nonetheless, now she when she was in high school, she was in the band, and I guess they went on some tournament, not tournament, but some performance down in Florida, and she said she enjoyed it. I personally never been. Hopefully, one day. But um, I'd recommend Orlando. We'll just see, saying, we'll I'd recommend Orlando. Don't go. Don't go. If you're gonna go to Miami, go on Ocean Boulevard. Um, Tampa's nice. Tallahassee. If you want to go see some Florida State games, is uh, what about Jacksonville? Jacksonville's Jacksonville pretty nice. Jacksonville's, you know, Jacksonville's the redneck country. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jacksonville's redneck Florida. Um, oh, but if you want to catch a Jaguars game, if they're good, it's not that bad. <laughs> because you know, um, what's his face? Uh, uh, New Bank Field, I think it's called in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. They have a pool in their yeah. stadium. They got pools there. Wow. Yeah. Um, Tampa. Uh, WrestleMania's there this year. Um, the Super Bowl is gonna be there next year, and mm-hmm. then after that's gonna be in Los Angeles. By the way, did you see the new stadium for the Raiders? Yes, I do. It's, it's a robot. fucking stadium. That, it's yeah, a yeah. Death Star. My, wow. My wife, we're actually talking. It's just talking. Nothing, nothing in the works. We're just, we're just talking. But um, we're trying. We're hoping, pending the scheduling of the Broncos season, to maybe try to go out there this year. But I told her, good luck with that one. We'll, we'll probably have to hit it up. I'm um, third year into the stadium. This year might be a little tough just because it's going to be everybody's go-to place. Yeah. Um, scheduling for me, if the Seahawks get when the Seahawks schedule comes out, uh, they go to Buffalo this year. So I'm going to see if I can hitch a trip up with Kyle to get our asses out to nice. Buffalo. I'm going to see, but uh, you know the 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 uh, the Patriots go to Seattle this year. Um, mm-hmm. there's a part of me that wants to take a week long trip to Seattle to go see that game because you know, oh, I, I'm still better. I'm still fucking better, man. <laughs> I'm still better. It's been six years. I'm still better. It's been clo- it's been close to five years. I'm still bitter as hell about that game. 
See, we go to New England. See, our road games this year at the Jets. Oh, you're going to have fun. New- the Panthers are going to suck England. ass. Well, yeah. They better. Um, Jets, New England, Carolina. Speaking of Carolina, Matt Rule. Yeah, whose idea was it to give him that money? Wow. Whose idea was it to give him $7 million a year? I don't know. And I like how he said that in his press conference. You know, I just had to sit there and think about what's best for me. Dude, you're getting paid now more than Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma gets six. How has Lincoln Riley not gotten hired by anyone? Now, which reminds us, we need I... to get to the coaches. Um, Mike McCarthy got hired. Joe Judge to the Giants, which yeah. is not a yeah. – I, I guess it works. Um, we'll see. We'll special see. teams coaches end up being pretty good coaches. I love John Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's uh, Kevin Stefanski mm-hmm. to the Browns. I mean, mm-hmm. not horrible, but you could have gotten someone else. I mean, Matt Rule to Mike McCarthy to the Cowboys. Ron Rivera was the best one to the to Washington. Oh, by far, yeah. the best one because his first move um, hired another head coach mm-hmm. to be his defensive coordinator in Jack Del Rio, which was fucking brilliant. Ron Rivera is not—he's a smart gentleman. He's a fucking brilliant coach. Yeah, he's a really good head coach. People say, "Oh, Ron Rivera is the reason why you know the Panthers sucked." He was, uh Who's your quarterback again? Yep. Who's your QB? Um, Glenn, I'm sorry, bro, but I, I, I'm a coaching guy. I love the coaches. I stick with the coaches. Uh, Glenn's our Panthers fan uh, <laughs> here on the podcast. He wants he wanted Ron Rivera fired for so long. And uh, speaking of the Panthers, Luke Keekley. I knew it was coming eventually. I mean, I I don't call for anyone to just retire, but when you have the amount of concussions he's had, mm-hmm. I mean, Roger Staubach retired because of concussions. And, you know, it's... He's going to Canton, that's for sure. He's like... He's going to Canton, Ohio. Like that's, he's going to the Hall of Fame. That's a that's no fucking debate. But it's one of those you feel bad for him. You just do. Well, you do. Well, you do, and you know, he's a player that. I mean, God, he has no TV. I don't know if you watch the signal or not, but he has no TV. He doesn't watch cable. Just for the simple fact that this, all he watches. Literally, is game film a game film? A, I mean, you talk about a guy that's passionate and wants to improve. I mean, that's Luke. He's the man. It's a bummer that he retired um, so so early. But again, I, I really don't blame these players. I know these people out here, and we all have Twitter. If you don't have Twitter, then join because I mean, practically everybody does at this point. Um, if you don't, then good for you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, but no. He's a smart gentleman, though, too, because I would I would not risk my own health and 
and years upon years after after the you play the game, God knows what will go on, um, causing you know any kind of mental illness to you know all kinds of issues. So I mean, good for him. I mean, he he had a great career. Um, he's definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't see a first ballot, but he'll definitely be in there. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And we're in on this though. Not in the but speaking of mental illness. Yeah, I know this um, Antonio Brown. Yeah, um, he needs help. In the world, is wrong with this dude. Yeah. Uh, needs to shut up. He needs to shut up. I mean, listen, I got some issues in my head, but we all do. Yeah, we we all got problems, but you know, there is a difference between being egotistical fucker. And, you know, actually having something really wrong with you. Um, I'm just going to throw things out there. I don't call for, you know, bad things to happen to someone. But he must have some kind no. of CTE. And people joke about with the Vontez Burfitt. <laughs> Here I am laughing because <laughs> for those who do not know, in 2015 wildcard playoffs, Vontez Burfitt hit. Antonio Brown so hard in the head that he knocked him out cold for it felt like a half hour. But uh, it, <sighs> it's hard to tell what's you know what's up with him, but he got his, his agent dropped him. I mean, the cops yeah, came well, to his house. Rightfully so. Yeah. You know, and I, Drew Rosenhaus, I, I believe, is a nice guy. I mean, I, I, I think Drew Rosenhaus could be a nice guy. I never met him personally. I never talked to him personally. I would like to talk to him. Knock on wood. Um, but, you know, when your agent drops you and texts you, you need help. I mean, you need help, brother. You need help. No other way around it. What's up? Um, oh, my friend tweeted out that there was a shooting at our Penn Square Mall in North Oklahoma City. Holy shit. Entire, he's fine though. Entire Penn Square Mall movie theater just ran out of the movie. Holy shit. The shots, shots fired in the mall. We had to go fast. Holy By shit! Scariest moment of my life, dude. I'm okay. I'm alive. They call him. Like seriously, call him. Like, like, I'm dead serious. Like, I'm. I'm gonna shoot him a text here, just in case. Yeah, please do. His parents are trying to. What in the world is going on? Oof. Alrighty. Um. But um. But no, I mean, again, Antonio Brown just to shut up, get some help. Um, it's obvious nobody's interested in him. Um, yeah. So, nonetheless, Antonio Brown could he can just uh, prepare for. Um, and, and again, great talent, this guy. He's got the talent. He's got Hall of Fame talent, but he's ruining yeah. it because he's a yeah, fucking he's, moron. He's ruining that case now too. Because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> He's gonna get voted in the Hall of Fame because Terrell. If Terrell Owens could get voted in the Hall of Fame, and so could he. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. He'll get in just as against the supporters. These people have their lives so made. They don't have to of course. worry about making ends meet and this, that, and something else. But they uh, they try to make it out. But it's all well. It's all good. Yeah. Oh. He says, yes, bro, I'm fine. Just a very scary moment as of right now. Well, like, of course. Of course. Hey, hope he's okay, though. Yep, yep. Even though he says he's okay, like, I just get home, please. Exactly. Whew, that's scary shit. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing next week? Eh, nothing but working, but thankfully uh, um, my schedule's 8 to 5, and so I'll be on here more, and I'm, that's about it. Hell yeah. Oh. Yep. Oh, too sweet, brother. Too sweet, man. Take care, bro. You too, man. Woo!